Hey, hi, thanks for checking out Small Town Scuttlebutt. This episode definitely has attitude. If you think your family arguments go nowhere, wait until you hear what we think of our own podcast. We pitch TV show ideas and we guess the price of items from the classifieds. And then there's my main man, Brett Poirier from MTV to talk about his new initiative to fight bullying and harassment. Watch out, punks, Brett's coming for you. All right, let's do this. We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Park Street Books and ParkStreetBooks.com, New England's largest children's book and toy store. Also by Mario's Lawn Care. Call him now at 508-359-8016. It's that time to start caring for your lawn, or you'll look like your neighbors. Nobody wants that. And by Royal Pizza. The best pizza in Medfield, because it's made from the best ingredients. 508-359-2424. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, how's it going, Scuttlebuds? Wherever you are, doing whatever you're doing. I know you're out there. Maybe you're driving in your car, taking a kid to something, picking a kid up from something. Maybe you're on a treadmill, doing some yard work. Nobody's on treadmills anymore, Rick. They're Pelotons. Battling allergies. What else would they be doing? Why is everyone looking at me right now? (laughs) Because we're asking for your participation. Back to treadmills. Um, There's like a hundred of them at every gym, and they're always taken. Well, that's because those people are Clearly someone in this room is not working out. That's not true. I'm yeah. just preoccupied. When's the last time you were in a gym? I don't go to a gym. I have a rowing machine and stuff at home. What am I going to go to the gym for? What are you, in the 1940s? Yeah. <laughs> like no. a rowing machine. <laughs> yeah. You better believe it. Okay. My mustache and uh... I put on a one-piece bathing suit. <laughs> I'm actually time. Check out my six-pack. Clearly brought to you by Bowflex. <laughs> are they sponsoring us now? Oh, but oh. they will after they see this. They're just sponsoring your ad, bud. Well, anyway, uh, this is the only podcast in the whole world called Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm Rick Fink, Jr. Across the table from me is Mike Page. And to my left is Kathy Ferris. We're recording our show from the Scuttlebutt Subterranean Studio, nestled in the northeast corner of my basement. We release a new episode every Thursday. Our friend Mary Long was supposed to come in tonight, but she can't make it. So instead, we... Nope, I'm going to stop. Guys, you don't know what I have to deal with because it's an audio format. You don't see what I see. (laughs) And if you ever wonder, like, why does Rick get tripped up? How come he just... It's all... Because... At the corner of his eye in the nine o'clock position is... I am not giving you the stink eye. I am preoccupied. I did not bring enough Chardonnay for this podcast tonight. And so it's consuming all of my thoughts right now. But I'm going to... I'm going to breathe through it. Yeah. Let's go. Well, this is your fault that we just jumped into it because I'm doing a pre-show meeting and you're like, why are we not doing this on the podcast? Because here's the thing. You just said to the listeners, you don't know what I go through. Mm -hmm. You don't know what we go through. Oh, what is that? So that's why I was like, let's just put this on the podcast. Let's like let the public know what we have to go through. It's like being in a social studies class, but they're really teaching pottery. That's what's happening right here. So I want- Well, I taught social studies and I know a thing or two about pottery. So thanks to Park Street Books. Thanks Park Street Books. That's right. <laughs> I wanted the listeners to experience this too. Okay, I think I have good man- people management skills. Oh, they're the best. Sure, we're a team. I feel like a team. We're a cohesive unit. I didn't say anything about your people management skills. You were alluding to. Oh, I'm alluding to a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The good news is we're almost done with this intro. Mary's out, but like a Rick's rundown from yesteryear. <laughs> Now, this is like me trying to tell a story at Thanksgiving. Rick's Every- Rondo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
no, it's the next. Rick's rundown. <laughs> uh, I don't know what those little laser sounds were. It was an F-16 and a Porsche 911. Oh yeah, of course. With a little cult. How silly of a me. A little throwback. She sells sanctuary. Okay. But Anywho. this intro is just as long as the Rick's. It rundown. is. I still have not gotten to the fourth person who's sitting to my right. He's a guest host. He's hanging out Wait. with us. I got. I got a little something for it. Okay. Here he comes. Right on time. Oh yeah, it's time for bread. Everybody get ready for bread. That's right, it's time for bread. Everybody get ready for bread. Bread for you. Am I supposed to start talking? This show is so heavy on like intro How's music that, to segments that we only use once. Yeah, that's what that's what people want. Okay. It was in the survey. <laughs> okay, I couldn't hear any of that. My headphones don't pick up the audio. It just picks up. Oh. Yeah, we like it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that, well. That was a lot. Okay, so Brett, happy to have you. Brett is the general manager of MTV, and he is a uh, partner of the podcast. We love having him on. He's always giving us feedback. He's helping us grow. You're Thanks. also another reason why we got to keep moving along. Kathy just said, get into the show. And you said we have a hard out in like an hour and 15 right. minutes. And so you were going through, maybe the listeners can now experience what we experienced, that you were going to go through, how oh, we're going to do the podcast mm-hmm. tonight and yep. for always to be more relatable to a universal um, audience. Okay, I'm glad you were listening because, yeah, you do that face where- This it's is like- my face. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is my face. <laughs> this is, this is, this is- the but it burden moved. I it carry. Moved a little bit. This same face I've had since eight years. I, these jowls I've had yeah. since eight years old. I'm sorry. I say this all the time. This is this is my face. This is my friendly face. I know. Okay, I, okay, I struck a nerve. I didn't mean to, but <laughs> what I was trying to say is, you you, you gave me an expression. Um, wow. Yeah. Imagine. Why doesn't anybody else in the uh, room? Uh, is anybody else intimidated by my face? No. No, I just feel like um, like you always encourage me to just lean into that, do it, and then every time I look over, you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. <laughs> That's not true. That my my cheekbones are saying, go for it. Okay. Go. Okay. Well, I'm just insecure, I guess. Where was I? Well, I wanted to talk no about. Okay, so our show. I was saying to the oh, so people at home. I was trying to have a little pre-show meeting with people here. Because we want to have a more coast-to-coast national audience. It doesn't. It can be more universal. It doesn't need to be. I don't want to talk about Medfield, Massachusetts. There's small towns everywhere. Right. I want the small town in Washington State to listen to this, and it relates. So when we talk about topics that we pull out of the Washanka, whatever that might be, anyone in any small town can be like, yeah, I'm picking up what he's laying down. I agree with all of that. And then yeah. I was talking about working out with interns from Babson, that can help market machines, us, and obviously. then then we start talking about rowing machines. Because Mike talked, and that's what happens. No, what happens is that you have all these, and you have some great ideas, and we've got a great whiteboard, and then we have ideas for segments, and so then Mike's like, I'm going to put some music to those segments. Mm-hmm. And then we go right back to what we had before. Now we have all this music for these segments, and then the two of you have a conversation about isn't that going to take over that segment or this segment is going to be that segment? Why is Kathy giving us that face? That's basically the first 45 minutes. Well, in fairness to Rick, he has always referred to this show as us playing with toys down in his basement. Yes, so that's really all we're doing. I think the bickering back and forth between Rick and I, I have never right heard brand. that. Yes, I want to get some tape and just clearly mark off my half of the table. <laughs> like on uh, Happy Days. Remember when they did sure. that? Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, that was the greatest idea. I don't even know. I had where to share a room going. with my brother at the time, and we did that. Yeah, everything Rick knows, he learned from Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Hey, Brett, how's it going, buddy? And what's going on at MTV? Anything new? I just got to say, I'm so proud of you guys. Really? Can I just say that, honestly? I mean... Because we make you look good because no, we're cause so the, stupid? No, listen, I, I'm all about... So I'm, I'm a coach in life, right? Like, I coach people, and I tell my kids, when they when they can't tie their shoes, when they can't get on the mat, when they trip and fall on their face, I'm like, well, well, hey, small wait. improvements, everybody. Should we, all, should we all take a knee for this? Please do. Right. Listen, bring it in. Mm-hmm. All right, hands in, everybody. All right. Scuttlebutt on three. It's all about small improvements. When I first got here... It was three hours before we hit record. The second time was about an hour and a half. And this time was a half an hour before we hit record. So we are improving. Yeah, and you have to say, uh, in that half hour, we had complimentary pizza from Royal Pizza. And we had uh, some of us are sucking back Coronas. Others are drinking Some of us didn't have pizza because we don't have the Weight Watcher points for pizza Mm. on a Monday. What does that Mm. feel like? Yeah, Kathy always respectfully turns (laughs) down the meal options. Yeah, I don't understand why. I don't know. I don't trust you I'm not saying that's poor guest etiquette. I'm just saying I'm... Slightly offended. I don't, can't figure out her palate, but we're working on that. Anyway. Anywho, so um, you were talking. You were yeah, no, I up. just, I was very, very impressed with everything. I think it looks really good. I'm excited about it. Like I said, I am your biggest fan. I was thinking about this when you guys kicked me out of the room for five minutes. The thing that I <laughs> was actually thinking about was you used to do a competition where your guests would come in and then you would quiz them on what they quote unquote thought they were experts in until yeah. Rick like went way too deep on a subject and you right. couldn't answer questions. I think mine would be the small town scuttlebutt. Like that's my expertise, and I would do a great. I think I would. You should do it. that. Brett's fiance is probably listening to this, being like, he doesn't even know the color of my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> There's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the show usually we have like we're trying to get a format, Brett. We mm. can make these baby steps, and um, in two years, if people half the town needs to not like me, but we have. 8 billion listeners, I'm not going to care, right? Like, that's what I'm going for. I feel like that's what you're doing. You're trying to find new friends. I am. Hang I on. Want f- I want We're friends. all just glossing over the fact that Rick said we're going to have 8 billion listeners when there aren't even 8 billion people on Earth right now. <laughs> Why are we glossing over the fact that he's already admitted that people in Medfield do not like him? <laughs> My thing is, you said half the people in Medfield don't like you. Half the people do, but all of them have an opinion, so. But this <laughs> happens every season where we come in... <laughs> and we, ha- we have a little bit of fun, and then Rick's like, that's it. We've got to squash and suck out all the joy and fun, because I need- <laughs> You guys were just roasting me. I was sitting here taking it. It was I cool. Need to, I need to market this and make it bigger and better. And I think we're having- I think we're doing good. I'm getting roasted by two people wearing cardigans. No, what are those things called? Yeah, they're cardigans. <laughs> cardigans. cardigans. Like, cardigans. Speaking Jesus. of marketing, though, I was just about to Nerd comment alert. on your clothing. Uh, yeah. What's, what's with the shirt? It- it's funny. Uh, actually, Brad, if you don't mind taking a picture, Gladly. Okay, so it says you opened up an app that says the Great Depression <laughs> led to many of the hobbies. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me say I this just, to the <laughs> listeners: is that when I came in, why? What are you looking? <laughs> what, what are you looking at on the internet in your free time, Brett? <laughs> you really were a social studies teacher. Okay, so there's a new clothing line, Hot Mike Clothing Company. 
and they sent me this shirt and they um, they asked me to get a picture of myself wearing it and I guess I'll say something nice about it. I'll say this about their shirt. I like the color scheme. It's a navy with um, orange and white. Orange and blue are opposites on the uh, color wheel, Mike. You would know that, right? I think it's a really cool shirt. I, I like do. It. I think it's nice. I like the mic. The mic is really well detailed on there. I do like it and I like how they're targeting their advertising. They're giving them out to up and coming podcasters such as myself. Did you, I, not, I'm did not you saying mention that. to them that you have co-hosts? Or? Right. That's what I was going to say. Well, they looked me up there. I don't know. How do the rest of us get one? And by that, I don't mean the listeners. I mean, how do Kathy and myself go about getting one yeah, of these because free shirts? If they if they were smart, they would have sent it to me, Kathy Ferris, and I would have been like, wow, this shirt, I feel alive in this shirt. Okay, I feel I look- like, like I'm so comfortable in my skin. My <laughs> eyes pop. Brett, try that and again. And it reminds me of, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Brett, every picture Brett took, I looked drunk. And that's just your face. There you go. All right, thanks. Kathy, you were saying? I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you? I'm ready to move on. Okay. (laughs) Me too. All right. Well, we were going to talk about, you know, we do these topics we pull out of a hat every week. Ushanka. The Ushanka, the Soviet hat there. And every week we pull a topic out, we talk about it, and Mike said, well, why don't we do phone notes? And I'm like, that's something else. And then Kathy jumped in and said, put this on the podcast. And I'm like... I don't know. I think that would bore the audience. That's not what I said. I didn't say it's like that. I wanted your little speech to us about what we were going to do tonight and how we're going to expand into a global market and get 8 million listeners. Billion. Billion. Billion the listeners. B. I guess I was just trying to be realistic. I'm sorry. I meant I meant to say 8 Brazilian. Don't not we a have number, a couple of international? A <laughs> I wanted to get 8 Brazilian <laughs> listeners. I think we've if already I, done that. If half of Medfield doesn't like me, but we have eight Brazilians, <laughs> then you're eight doing Brazilian all people listening to us, that's a lot of people. Everybody has to have goals. Mm. I want to see Rick's vision board. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's do some topics. Guys, hand them in. I asked you all to fill out some cards, write some topics on there. Did we do our homework that I just assigned a minute? Moment? My, uh, Brett, no? Okay. No. No. Nope. Nope. I guys. came in. I had a different idea. All right. Um, Kathy's kind of deviating from things tonight. Okay. No, the thing is that I was very excited when I saw Brett was here because one of the things that I like about this podcast was that I got to meet Brett. We became friends. And every now and then I pitch him new TV ideas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just sent him one this weekend, which I think is going to, I think it's a winner. <laughs> I think it's a winner. Brett, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, well, we certainly could. I have the text exchange. <laughs> as as any, any friends of the podcast know, any <laughs> listeners know, I cannot turn down offers. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So Kathy came up with one. Mike, Mike, I'm sorry, Mike, do you have an intro for this? For what? For um, <sighs> TV ideas. What are you doing? Pitching shows to oh, I'm Brett. I'm sorry. I'm writing down mm-hmm. Ushanka ideas because apparently I was supposed to do that 20 <laughs> minutes this, ago, but I was this busy is exactly, setting things up. And okay. this is exactly what happens right before the podcast. Brett and I just set this whole thing up. Mike, I was talking about a text exchange that I, I pitched an idea to Brett this weekend. So Saturday morning, I'm finishing a puzzle, killing uh-huh. it. Only yep. took me 14 days. And I sent this to Brett and Mike. Spitballing a show idea. It's a competitive doodle club show called Doodle Club Deathmatch. And um, Mike, it took him about 11 minutes to get back. He's like, yes. And I said, it would be a spinoff because I didn't want you to think like I was just coming in to take over your successful. This is too family friendly. We need to murder some people. (laughs) (laughs) Brett replied, best part, no reward for the winner. It's just purely bragging rights and the gift of life itself. (laughs) And I said, I like the direction this is taking. Kind of Game of Thrones meets Bob Ross. 
And Brett said, question is, do we go full Ro- Roman and have this in a Colosseum or modern day octagon? Mm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then you said, do remind us that you can't say no to any shows. So that's when I got very excited about this. Yes. I felt like the possibility, the door opened. I think there's only one man who can host this show. Do you know who this man is? Mike Page. Nope. It's Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. That would be the best host. Totally. For we any have- show. <laughs> we have Ted Nugent money. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah, that actually, hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is doable. That's what I'm saying. I think pizza and beer, like an ammo, like yeah, mm-hmm. he'd be all for it. Yeah. Throwing an exploding bow and arrow, and mm-hmm. he's right. he's firing off. Mike, do you have one? Do I have one? A, a show idea? No. Yeah. I have another one. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. So we're at a disadvantage, right, Mike? I mean, because we didn't come here with the, we're doing TV ideas tonight. And then Kathy's like, let's I do TV ideas tonight. And she just so happened to have a bunch <laughs> in, of TV ideas. In yeah. Kathy's defense, she literally walked in and I was sitting here. And she's like, oh, we should do TV ideas. <laughs> yeah, but, that's how I am. I'm always prepared. Always prepared. Always ready. Here's here's yeah. my pitch. You remember keep the, up, Kathy. You remember the show Doomsday Preppers? Yes. And they were all Ooh, like, yeah. I'm getting ready for a global pandemic where I can go to my bug out shelter and I'll be <laughs> underground for, I've got enough food for three years right. and I'm ready. Yeah. And then COVID happened. Where are these people? They're, <laughs> they're the ones not wearing That's masks. That's a good point. I want a follow-up show to Doomsday Preppers where we check in with them during COVID mm-hmm. and lo and behold, not a single one of them is underground like they should be because they spent their entire life's fortune I don't know where these people have this money, by the way. Mm-hmm. They spent their entire life's fortune digging a giant trench in the middle of nowhere and having uh, shipping containers put underground and loaded with toilet paper. You wonder why you couldn't find toilet paper at the beginning of COVID. I'll tell you why. It's because the doomsday preppers have been hoarding it for years. I completely and, disagree. And I they think are they the people have... that are still walking around without masks. They couldn't care less. None they... of them went underground. And we need a follow-up. I want to check in with these people and find I need answers and I need them now. How do you know that they're they're not underground? They're probably under. We should probably do a wellness check right now. These people don't even know what's happening. They don't even know about Trump. They're underground right now. You think so? Maybe. Do you think they just went underground in 2016? No, I think like <laughs> I think. Sorry, guys. See y'all later. Yeah. I think like uh, March 8th they got psyched. They're like, "That's this is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. Grab all the Campbells and Progressos. We're going <laughs> underground." And they went underground, and they're there. You they're think in so? their shelters. Was, yes. I was. You don't think people are in their shelters right now? No. Nope. Nope. Th- those, those. Because I think that. The well, I guess that- we should do a show about it. I had one more show idea. Go for it. Go for it. I think many of you know that one of my side hustles is that I paint portraits of the wrongfully convicted on wine corks. It's called Go Cork Yourself. And I was thinking that um, a good idea would be, it's kind of like a combination kind of thing where I make cork people to... um, do reenactments of local crimes. Maybe somebody like Mike could come in and be a criminal sketch artist, and we could make renderings of what these local criminals look like. And that way, not only are people enjoying recycling their wine corks, but they're also contributing to crowdsourcing local criminals. Would we be finding the criminals based sure. on the cork? Based on the ren- the rendering and the reenactment. The reenactment, yeah. the cork mm-hmm. reenactment. Like also, it. it would be kind of entertaining because nothing is more endearing than a cork person being assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kathy. <laughs> 
You're so corked I'm just, now. I'm just picturing it right now. What's Mike doing? I'm sorry. I was trying to find more um, ideas for television shows for Medfield TV. You seem disconnected tonight. Is everything okay? Yeah. Good. I don't think he's good because before the show, he shared with us something. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, before the show, Mike and I. Well, that's not what I was doing just now. I was trying to, I was going through my phone notes to see if I had any good potential ideas for a Medfield TV show. And you didn't? Came up with nothing? I got nothing. <laughs> You're already doing like half the shows on Midfield TV Some anyways. of us are prepared <laughs> for the opportunities in life, and that's me. I carry around all of my ideas, but just I'll, in case. You just don't know. You just don't no, know. I, I love how you're prepared. You're showing me up. I have nothing to talk about, except we had a traumatic experience before the show. Mike and I had to rescue my kid, Charlie, out of a briar patch. True story. And what? by briar patch, it was a, a Kipskate rose. It's an impenetrable bush. I can tell you in the state of Pennsylvania, it is illegal to plant it intentionally because it is impenetrable. And it just continues to grow. Believe me, Mike's tried to penetrate this thing, this particular bush, plenty of times. Yeah. My dad just can't get it ignored in. the <laughs> rule and planted them all the way around the perimeter of the property. Mm-hmm. And every time my football went into it, I'd be like, I got to ah, penetrate that bush. You yeah. can reach in, no problem. Mm-hmm. This is what Charlie found. The issue is when you try to get out, all of the thorns are now pointed at you. Pulling out. You will. The yes. horrors of horticulture. Like this is okay. Um, what of horticulture? Okay? So the yeah, horrors. so you can't pull out. Anyway, my kid was stuck in this thing, and we. I said, Mike, I need your help, right? I yelled in a that. tone that I was like, "What is happening oh. right now?" Yeah, I yelled downstairs from the back door. Hey, Mike, is he okay? <laughs> I go, yeah? "Yeah, come out here. I need your help for a minute." And I was oh like, no, 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 no! I said it with a little more alpha authority, like, "Mike, well, we've got work to do." Agree to disagree on that one. Let's no, reenact. No, let's reenact this now. Yeah, okay? okay. Hey, Mike, can I see you upstairs for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Not what happened at all. <laughs> Not how it went down. Yeah, I did. but anyway, all right. Continue your story. So Mike comes up. I'm like, my son is. In in a briar patch. He's playing badminton and the birdie went in there and so he thought he found a, a way to get in, go under this branch, around that branch. Before he knew it, he was about three feet into that thing, surrounded by all sides. So he got two hedge clippers and we went in there, like jaws of life, just you and me, just sure. cutting that thing open, saving the day. So yeah. we freed him. He's a third of the way out oh, Mike and he had, goes- Mike had to pick him up too. Yeah. By the armpits, like fireman's carried over, like get him out of there, yeah. up and over. So Rick, Rick said we had to rescue him, but I think he just kind of let it slip there that really I was the one rescuing. Was he so, wearing the new T-shirt so he couldn't rescue him? <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get any thorns poking holes in his new shirt. So For marketing Charlie purposes, is, Mike has to save you. Charlie is halfway out of the out of I the have a photo shoot rose, in 20 minutes. And he says, but wait, I didn't even get that over there. And he oh, yeah. points to like a lawn dart or something that's like not even close to where he was was in the Kipskate Rose and yeah. Rick was like why did you go in over here if the thing that you're trying to get is 12 feet away from that yeah he's taking the long way I'm first like, of all you should keep this recording for therapy secondly what's so weird about this is I was just thinking today about badminton because I learned about the badminton champion uh-huh. in I think Taiwan or something I'm like how awful is it to be like good at like badminton? Like, what if that was your gift, your God-given gift? Like, I'll you're not going to be good at tennis, but you're going to be the champion of badminton. Well, hang on like, now. A lawn yard game, a remedial sport. Yeah, let's not trash it too much because I'm not trashing it. I'm not good at because it. Because Brett did a an extensive interview with Suzanne something or other in 2017 when she won the Medfield Championship of badminton. Yeah, she trains three times a week. 
for a half an hour a day. I, All I, with the shuttlecock? Or? What kind of Google alerts do you get, Mike? Because the stuff that comes out of your mouth, honestly. You don't know what a shuttlecock is? You just spent five I don't minutes know about talking you. about badminton and you yeah. don't know about a shuttlecock? First of all, I talked about it for two minutes. Secondly, the only reason I know about badminton is because I was watching The Con, narrated by Whoopi Goldberg, which is amazing. And it's about a guy who was conning people out of wine. Long story short, he used the badminton champion's name, Don't You Dare. <laughs> um, that and that's why I thought, synergy, because I was just watching it before I got over here. Kathy, oh. respect the tangent whistle. <laughs> My point, what I was trying to do is I was trying to set Mike up, because I felt like he was like off, mm -hmm. with what we did learn about the text mm -hmm. that he got from his ex. Mm. Hey, yeah, let's talk about that. So I haven't read it yet, but I did see the preview of Kathy, the text. Kathy, again, no, we're addressing no, this. Okay, this yeah. This is going to be, no, was, no, see me after the podcast, please. No, I, no I'm you right, stop no. pointing at me. I'm pointing at you. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Like, <laughs> no, I'm pointing first. Okay, I'm now. Why are you making faces While they for the, continue for this to reason, bicker. For this reason. Like, She's doing you, it, right? <laughs> Okay, because you try to do this pep talk, and like mm -hmm. I take it in. Like wow. I might not be listening, and my yeah. jaw, my jowls might be giving you the stink eye. But like I take leave? it in, and then when I'm trying to do what you want us to do, you're giving me a hard time. That's why I was looking at Brett or Mike to be. Am I right? Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, no, I love it. I, do you? We have you, like an eye con conversation going. <laughs> I will. I will be honest. It's kind of rude. You guys have a conversation going, and Kathy and I are just eye talking the whole time. Mm, right. Really? Mm. Yeah, we That's are. That's another word for that. All right. So earlier today, I got a text message. I've been ignoring it all day. I've refused to open it up. And then I mentioned it to Rick and Kathy before the show. Rick said, can we read it on the air? And I said, go for it. And Rick, you said you have some insight into what yes. the motivation Oh yeah, sure. Like. I know women's brains. I know how they work. She knows you're getting engaged. I mean, that you are engaged, that you are getting married. Yeah. Whether I mean, presumably. She, she knows because she had a long-term relationship with you. When you broke up with her, I told you when you started dating Allie. Yes. And you were showing me signs of like, I like this girl. I said, this is the one you're going to marry. True story. So your ex-girlfriend and you had a, had a long-term relationship and it failed. Yeah. Add to that, you're in your 30s. Right. Okay, so you're at a time and place in life where you learned everything you need to know about who you are and who you're compatible with. Right. There's also like no good and bad people. They're just like perfect people for you. You know, like nobody's perfect. She wasn't right for perfect. you. This is the longest lead up. Yeah, let me to let me just say this. This is just a small text. Yep. Yeah. Not even so, that long. <laughs> I haven't even read it, but I'm sure it can't okay, be that extended. So, I think this conversation lasted longer than your relationship. <laughs> 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 anyway, she starts out with two like welcomes. Hey hi. Hey hi. Hey hi. Hey Hey ho. Hey hi. Congratulations. So she started out. Oh, she does oh, know. She immediately. Does know. She knows. Is there an exclamation point after the There is one exclamation point. So it's not three. She's not super excited for you, but it's there. No wink emoji or anything. Nothing like that. No, that's appropriate. Go. Sorry to bother you, but, but. listen. <laughs> there it is. Is there a day I can swing by and pick up the rest of my shit? Like my tent. And other table shit. Chuchulu. Is there a Chuchulu? Like Cthulhu. Cthulhu? But it, what is, is that? Is it Cthulhu thing? What is that? Like the great mythical beast? Yeah, it is a stained glass Cthulhu from a vampire store in New Orleans. I would why give did that you, to her. Why did you leave this girl? Anyway, sounds like she a also has reasons. Rick, we need to make a note of that because that's what we'll get as a wedding gift. Oh, I wanted her she on. Also she, wants. Can she be our next guest? <laughs> <laughs> she also wants her Nola art, Iggy Pop, my sparring shit. 
she fighting? Um, no. That was an attempt to get in shape. I believe it was used precisely once, which makes sense why she wants it back. <laughs> uh, whatever else, etc. So now she's just, there's nothing specific. She just wants everything. So right. here's a few specifics. So the specifics. ball is in my, my court. Ball's in your court. Make sure she gets all of her shit. I mean, you can even tell me a day and time. She's really putting this on your shoulders. This sure. is mm, on you This is right very now. accommodating. This is, I mean, you could tell me a day and time and leave it outside and I'll just pick it up. Let me know when would work. Thanks. What I suggest, you should actually take her up on that. Be like Tuesday, 2 p.m. It's outside. Come by, pick it Exit up. Exit 22, yeah. 128. Yeah. And then don't meet her outside. The mistake is people always be like, oh, you're here. Come on in. Yeah, and then no, they get to voice their. Here's my question. What's the statute of limitations on such a thing? Mm. It's been over a year. Yeah. My... But it was a year of Corona. Oh, move on. And none yeah. of that stuff is valued over 200 bucks. Like, yeah. where are you in life? Like, you're 38 years old. Go get your own replacement shit. Like, move on. I agree. Mike, Mike is off limits. Okay? Also, I wouldn't think it would be worth the drive. Where does she live? New Jersey. I yeah, she's going to swing be, by for that? Yeah, I wouldn't think it would be worth the drive up. She just wants to know where you the, live. Well, just swing the, by. Uh, dollar amount. Yeah, she swings Brett, by. What do not- you think? Brett has a different... Look, if for every story, every situation, this is something you told me before, that I do a really good job seeing both sides of the story. I just want to take this from oh, her perspective. She is hurting. She did just go through a breakup. She did just well, see that guy move that, on. I don't know that we can say just because, again, it's been uh, well over a year. Look, you're like well over you're a year. Allie and I have been together over a year. I understand that. I think that you're doing really well, and I think no one's going to doubt the fact that we all love Allie, and she's awesome. She's been to the studio. I've hung out with her. I love Allie. But this girl is just going through trauma right now. And I think she's just reaching out. She needs some closure. Okay, Rick, what? No, you guys, okay. She's having trouble dealing with this. This is the icing on the cake. Like, 2020 couldn't get worse. We got the encore, 2021. And what's this? Oh, the guy I thought I was going to marry is now getting married. Not to me. I don't see it as my problem. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're talking about this way too much. (laughs) So let's do a whole segment. Mike, why don't you give us an Annie Zanuck intro? Annie Zanuck. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, can you come up with something different for Annie's Attic? Right now? Maybe later. Oh, yeah, sure. Because I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Annie's Attic, what's up there? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Was that Brett? Yeah. yeah. Brett, why are you showing us up? <laughs> How much would you pay for a humidifier? Ultrasonic cool mist by Sunbeam. Is this like Annie's Attic? Like new. Yes, like new. <laughs> <laughs> $20. No way. 15 a humidifier? Uh-huh. Like new. Like new. $19.99. $17. Ooh. Um, so I won. Yeah. And now the listeners not That's only true. have- okay, nineteen ninety nine. Hold on. On Annie's Attic? No, I was it's not $19.99. $19. It was $17. Oh. Wait, uh, ultrasonic <laughs> Cool Mist by Sunbeam Like New in original box. Two gallons. I was kind of nervous about this person. They were giving away- They were selling child's karate pants, size zero, one, and two. <laughs> Um, and I was like, wow, I want to know the backstory. I want to know the backstory of that seller. Ooh, that's <laughs> another show. That's another good one. That's a good one. I actually want to pursue that And it's one. called What's Your Deal, where <gasps> oh. they're giving you a deal, yeah. but really, Kathy Come wants on, to get to the Brett, bottom of it. We're giving you gold oh, here. This is a show that will happen. What's your deal? Why don't you give us another one? I, I do like this. Oh, you do? Okay. All right. Let me ask the group. What would you pay for a Cape Cod Cranberry Bunny Voltive? Excellent condition. Can send photos. Go. <laughs> Wait. Can send photos. Yeah, so there's no picture of this thing. 
Cape Cod. There's no pictures on Nanny's attic. Cape Cod cranberry bunny. What is a votive? A, vote a Cape Cod, which like I think a is a brand. Candle. I think it's a, a brand. Small candle. Oh, it's a candle. Cranber- yeah, a Can- votive, I believe, is the thing that holds the votive candle. So Five dollars. Uh, let me do it in a Boston accent. How much did you pay for like uh, a bunny? It's a Cape Cod brand <laughs> bunny rabbit, I guess. Like cranberry. Five dollars. Ma- Five dollars. Like we'll send uh, yeah. photos. Good condition. What are you? What are you gonna pay for? I think for the it? lady wants at least five bucks for it. I said How five much is it gonna say you back? I think I'll say six. I think if you're a collector though of this item, you're you're spending fifteen dollars on this bag. And okay. that's her hope. You're five, for sure. you're fifteen, right. what are you? No, I'm five. Mike has I, I'll eight. go six. Mike won eight. Eight oh. bucks. Eight bucks. Okay. Right. Our pre podcast um pep talk. This could be done in any small town. Any small town. You can take your your hometown weekly or your, you know, um advertisements and do the same thing. <laughs> All right, give us another one. Okay. Cassette player, portable studio. St- I got to do this again. Can you edit this? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cassette player. <laughs> Kathy, what's your Lexia level? Like what what's your reading level? <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. First of all, uh, um, that was a good joke, Rick. She needs to get, you know what you need? You need those like old lady reader glasses. First of all, Rick. Like magnifying glasses. I'm 52 years old uh-huh. and I don't even know where I park my car right now. <laughs> and you only have one driveway. Yep. I, I'm i tired. I'm wow. tired. Why? Because it's Monday. And yeah. because Sunday is TLC Sister Wives. And I watch it at 2 a.m. because I get too upset that my family doesn't let me watch it when it airs. So I watch it in private at 2 a.m. Then I don't go to bed till 6 because I'm wicked upset about the whole thing. And and then I have to tweet about it. So I'm tired on Mondays. We're not going to talk about bullying tonight. Okay. It's, <laughs> I came here for one reason. We, yeah, I came here for one reason. Yeah, we were going to talk about bullying and Brett's initiative and how we were going to help talk about bullying. This or is what I if love. you're an adult harassing harassment that's a problem I, mean, we, I feel like we could still broach the topic i, I feel like we could but like i don't know this is what i love about this podcast first of all rick that's this is what i love about unorganized you. not only that mm-hmm. um then your whole initiative about like going universal and stuff yeah. you know it's universal bully mm-hmm. um secondly Everyone that get- you're ready to like nix it from the podcast because we're interested in Annie's shit attic. people are doing. <laughs> trying to get rid of. Yeah. The thing is, the only reason I am sitting in this chair today is to talk about bullying, and we're not going to talk about bullying. Well, and, and I'll tell <laughs> you why. Correct. And I will tell you why. If you'll notice, um, this show has been very Kathy and Mike heavy tonight, especially Kathy. Kathy came in and wow. made She did. Kathy wow. made fun of the whiteboard, its incompleteness, and my trying to explain things. And, this, and then she said, this should be the show. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And now I don't know what we're doing. First of all, Kathy came in super prepared. I saw Brad. I'm like, hey, I'm so glad you're here. I actually have things I want to pitch to yeah. you. What's going on here? And I was like, ready and done. And that you say that I'm distracting the whole thing. I can just no, go. You, you brought a lot of energy. I'm well, just, I, I take I no blame for it being Mike heavy because I would have moved on from that text message after about five seconds. Mm. No, I thought that was a good segment to... I feel like you Sit did with. move on from the text message yeah, yeah. five seconds. <laughs> it was us that kept the conversation going. You were very moved on from did, it. Did, I was like, nah. did we actually come to a conclusion? What are you going to do, Mike? Nothing. It's not my problem. So are you just mm. going like, to not answer it? Uh, I'll probably say, uh, sorry, I moved. I don't have 90% of what you're talking about. Or you could go back with, who dis? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, who don't that? do that. No, I think um, Ghoster. Yeah. Don't well, respond. Uh, here's the thing. I'd love to be amicable, but it, again, anyway, let's move on. Mm. I just feel like good luck. Yeah. Good luck, Mike. Just, just 
responding to an ex-girlfriend that reached out to you knowing you're engaged. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's going to create a, a back and forth that you don't need right. to have. It's There's nothing for you to gain from it. Yep. So you can just politely say to her, got rid of it in a move. Yep. Be well and then delete it. Do you want to talk about bullying? Yeah. Brett has this Wait. initiative. Let's go to I a do. commercial and then we'll come back. We'll talk about bullying. Sure. It's spring, and this is a time of year where we look both ways and say, the grass is greener in my neighbors. And what can I do about it? Call Mario. Mario's Lawn Care, 508-359-8016. And by, okay, Mario's Lawn, no, that's <laughs> Hot Mike Clothing Company. Mario's Lawn Pizza. Mario's. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> so you guys are on tonight. Hey, this ad is for <laughs> Park Street Books.com. Every single week, I give my buddy Jim James, owner of Park Street Books, a little text or a phone call. I say, what are we going to talk about on your ad this week? And he always says, I don't care what you do. You're doing great. Well, somebody gave me some information about Jim James, and I'm going to share it with you. There is a virtual bedtime story event coming up this Sunday, April 11, at 730, with local children's book author and illustrator Dave Beardzicki. Badricki. You know him. I don't know him personally, but I do know his books. And I took a comedy class with Kathy, and his daughter was in it. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jules? Yeah. How about that? Small world. Well, that's going to benefit the Zulo Gallery. If you don't know, Zulo is an art gallery here in the town of Medfield where we live and record the show. And this guy, this author, Dave, he's going to be demonstrating how his books come to life and using his October release, Invasion of the Unicorns, as an example. Park Street Books is sponsoring stuff. That's great. Good for you, Jim. If you want a book or something, go to parkstreetbooks.com. Okay, we're back with Brett Poirier, general manager of Medfield Community Television, and he's got this initiative. He wants to talk about bullying or harassment. Let's let's call it bullying if it's under 18, and if you're an adult, we're, we'll use adult terms, yeah. and you're harassing. So, And that's uh, happening, so you want to do something about it. This is something that I, I think when I broached this topic, when I started talking about it, I, I think the thing that people struggle with is I, I don't want to point the finger at Medfield because this is something that is happening a lot everywhere. And one of the things that I see is in all of my little communities, I have a lot of different things that I'm connected to. You see it everywhere. You see all these different communities talking about, you know, the way that we're talking to each other. I think that, you know, uh, you see it on TV, you see it in social media, you see it on the street, you see it in text messages, like you see it everywhere. People are really just talking to each other. We forgot what it's like to actually have a conversation with somebody. And it bothers me a lot. And it bothers me on two points. The first is that I love people. I'm a big time people person. I love hearing people's stories. I love talking to people. I love the everyday person uh, being able to tell their story or communicate with each other. I think that that is such an important part of our lives. I think it's what makes us humans, but I think that it's what makes life enjoyable and exciting is actually the everyday person. I'm at, I'm not a huge celebrity fan. I don't think like... I don't I never looked up to a celebrity like I looked up to like my dad, my wrestling coach. Like those are the people that I looked up to because I thought they were the most impressive people in my life. So for me to see people talking to each other really poorly, to see us kind of putting each other down we are, whether you agree, disagree, whatever, that is something that I 
really gravitate towards as like a calling of like, we could do something and stop this. But that's just the the start of why I'm starting this initiative. And I'm just bringing it to people. I don't want to form like a coalition or anything. I just want to start action. Like I just want to start doing things. So that's what I want. Yeah, I'm down. We've talked about this. I just helped a candidate in school committee run for office. And I've never seen a woman get beaten up by other women in this town so badly on social media, word of mouth, you know, hearsay on the street. And it it was eye-opening to me, you know, being the friend of this person and seeing behind the scenes like, okay, there's people driving by her house, yelling at her house. So I felt like whatever you're doing, I kind of want to hitch wagons. We could talk about that, you know, I mean. Is it a 1901 wagon? Because if not, yeah. <laughs> we, should, yeah. we should get that wagon and we yeah, can but not for that 300... wagon to Brett's. Brett, how do you see this playing out? So I started with a couple different conversations. I'm not going to go into too many details because I think that there's a lot of people that I really want to talk to first before I really start rolling out any details. But basically, I want to start some conversations. I want to see some PSAs coming out, you know, different groups, different people that want to make some statements, feel pretty strongly about this. Um, but I'm in no way an expert. And so I we started talking about it in our station about like, man, like the conversations are really crazy. What can we do? What can we say? And we came up with a few different ideas. Um, I created like a little video, like a little two minute video of just like all the um, comments that we saw. And it was just the comments. And people, when you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, like we're saying this to each other. Like these are things that we're saying to each other. Are you other? putting the names no, so it's Why just not? the comments, because that's not what it's about. I, I don't. Like I, so one of my you don't want to call. Things, you don't want to call out the bully. Yeah, this is why. This is why I don't want to do that because or the, I the think harasser. if you're yeah, if you're looking to solve a problem, one of the worst things and the biggest mistakes I think we have is we start pointing the finger at each other mm. and we say, "Oh, you started that." Yeah. Oh, you did that first. Well, remember last week when you you can go back and back hurt and back. Hurt people. And hurt back. people. Yeah. One of the things that I did that was really interesting was I started on comments and I just, I saw someone say something mean to somebody and then I just commented underneath to the other person. I said, hey, let me know, you know, contact me and uh, I'd love to have you reach out. Medfield TV is doing something about anti-bullying. Now, let me let me jump in there because that's when I reached out to you and I said, mm -hmm. Brett, be careful who you're reaching out to because... Who you are identifying as victims, I am calling out as the aggressor. Mm. You know, there is a gray area, though, Rick. There is. It's your hero is my bully, and my bully could be your hero. It's like, oh, that person who's doing that thing to those people—is it right or wrong? A lot of people go, okay. Do I agree with what they're saying? Yes, I do. Don't do I disagree person. with the people that are over there? Yes, I do. Okay, then he is not a bully. That Wait, is don't not label how the person. Label the behavior, and mm -hmm. that's what I think. Brett is saying, like. I think we all kind of fall victim to or we become a bully at some points. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that I am a bully, but like I'm not a conscious bully. But those things happen. And it's a bit, if you look at it from a sense of like a behavior instead of you as that person, like that's a character thing of yours, then you're able to kind of change it. Can I actually ask you something? Because you're it, being a stand up mm -hmm. is eventually you have to make fun of something right make fun of a person something do you ever do you think like every comedian has to have some part of them be like a little bit of a bully uh no in fact and rick maybe could attest to this because um he was in my classes is that um uh, you start with yourself mm. the biggest thing with a stand-up is you want to be endearing okay um so you want some kind of likability and uh and whatever you're going to be doing, you you have to you have to sit in that. So a lot of mine comes from either me 
and the, the audience feeling superior to me. A big laughter trigger in stand-up is that the people that are there to laugh with you feel superior to you. And in bullying, it's the reverse. And that's a trick because if they don't feel that way, then they're against you. Let's wrap it up because you yeah. got to go to a meeting. So I'll close it up. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. This got too deep. Yeah. We actually, actually make, make some I social, have emotions. We might make some social change here and we can't be doing this on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we need to keep talking about this. So. Can we put it out to the listeners too? Like, okay, what do we do? But like, I love yeah. that you bring this up. I love this. I tried to do just like a book club and stuff. I never came off the ground. I love that we're doing this. I'm all in. Biggest thing for me is I'm not an expert. I don't think anyone is really an expert in this. I have advice like because I beat up my bullies, but not everyone can do that, right? Like not everyone can just stand up to their bully. My biggest thing is we're looking at making actions. I think that the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that it's a difficult conversation, the fact that a lot of people have different different opinions, different things, I think it's a good thing. And I think that we need to... uh, get together if people want brett b-r-e-t-t at medfield.tv you can reach out to me and uh and we'll we'll talk about bullying and harassment i actually got really heated just talking about bullying because mm. i know where this is gonna go uh, the, the first 15 people that are gonna reach out to you are the biggest shit stirring people in this town and i they, guarantee it and, and they there's you know what the problem is there are so many assholes in this town that lack self-awareness they have no clue how obnoxious they are. Now, when I go on Facebook, I know what I'm doing. I'm intentionally trying to be an asshole to some people. Kathy is drinking That's my from point. her thimble-sized thermos top. How much would you pay for a humidifier? <laughs> $35. No, but but this is this is a thing. That I love I, that Brett's doing I love that Yeah, I do, but I, I'm afraid I that it's th- not going to get done right because... We're gonna give a voice to the bad people, no. and they're gonna be—they're gonna portray themselves as the good people. All right, well, let's find I out. Let's find it. out. Brett, Brett, just open it up to everybody, and we'll yeah. find out who comes forward. We'll find First out all, what, what gets there. Even if the bad people, ch- even if the, what you later. deem as a bad people, which I don't think are bad people, I think that they're like they're people. Like they're just drawn that way. Like if they, if they have to go, I have to go. Okay, we'll continue this. You can listen to the rest of it on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. I'll listen to the rest of it. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy, uh, for coming in. This is a continuing dialogue and you'll be back. Who knows when every couple episodes. Yeah, absolutely. This is fantastic. You're the rotation. So like I said, thank you guys so much. I'm uh, I love the show and I'm uh, a a happy listener. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say after I leave. (laughs) Sorry, you're going to be late for your Thank meeting. You, Brett. That's all right. It wasn't that important anyway. I'm just the chairman of the Mass Wrestling Association. No one uh, needs me around. <laughs> Thanks, See you, buddy. Bye. Bye bye. Megan. All right. And now we've got Megan Kelleher. Now, did you just drive home and you're like, I'm not going to go into my driveway. I'm going to go into this driveway. What are you doing here? Easter. Huh? Easter. We were talking about your mom last week. <laughs> Are you okay, Rick? No, I, feel I don't like know. I set you off, and I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just, um, no, everything's fine. Uh, we were talking about your mom last week. When <laughs> we were what really was the talking topic? about Rick's driving, we were talking about no, your mom. we were talking about driving. We were talking about I was giving my women drivers, my, women drivers. Yep. I was recapping about how aggressive man behind me beeped and blah blah blah. Was it Rick? It wasn't, but Rick was the aggressive driver behind your mom. No, no, your mom was the um, Give me that. lethargic. You can't. I have COVID. <laughs> lethargic. Elizabeth, what did you do? Megan, what did you Kevin? do? We never got to that. Like, so what happens at this oh, moment? Oh, well, we got out of the car, and um, I just was like, hey, you know. <laughs> that was me. So Hi. friendly. We're all friends. It doesn't matter. 
Oh, she was immediately forgiven once she was identified. Did she oh, wow. forgive you though? Right. She, didn't, she, anyway, knows, she knows she was how wrong. How old is your mom? Is she a so forgiving what, person? What Rick meant to say is, no. how's your year going, <laughs> Megan? <laughs> My year is going great. Um, I came home for Easter. I'm here until Wednesday, and then I go back to school because I have my second vax. Nice. Okay, so how did you get this? So I think it's crazy just each state Uh is so different. I qualified. I got it now almost three weeks ago because I'm a student worker for Duke. I do interviews, so I'm considered an employee. So I qualified three weeks ago and got it. I'm on the list. I'm on the list, too. How about you? I get my second one uh, April 11th. Good for you. Yep. <laughs> okay, we were talking about bullying, and then you came in out of nowhere, which I think set us all into a yeah. exciting tizzy. I now what do we say, do with you? I like that you just came in. I like that. No, exactly. what you basically said was I actually gave you, like, after I realized it wasn't my wife or kids, yeah, I actually you gave, gave, me gave me attention. you my attention. Yeah, exactly. like, oh, oh, yeah, you can come in. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're welcome. I, I terrified Quick, your wife and kids upstairs. I just walked in the door. Oh, you you walked in the front door? The side door. I did a wow. little, a little. Well, we're friends to the point it, where it's like sitcom. And it was right. unlocked. She's like Kimmy Gibbler. Driving home, I saw your car, um, Kathy, right in the front, and I was like, "I'm going over right Bette now." Bet Midler. Yep. Bet Midler is a blue beetle. Volkswagen beetle, yeah. Volkswagen beetle. But anyways, babe. I've missed y'all, so we yeah. missed you too. But you're gonna come over. I'll be home this summer. Good. Hey, how's Duke basketball doing? Oh, okay. What's it like over right. there? Are you guys, time for me to go. Are you guys shocked that you're not even in the tournament? Yeah, I'm shocked. So you're Without home for fans. the summer? I'm home for the summer. Fun. Yeah, I got a summer internship Where? in Boston. Oh. I'm going to be working for Deloitte doing consulting for them this summer. That's, that's exciting. My life it's so uh, nice I thought she was going to say that's the scuttlebutt, and she didn't. That's and a... that's the scuttlebutt. Nice. <laughs> that's the Megan scuttlebutt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we now are going to go home. It's the end of the I, show. Let's go home. Let's just go home. Everyone has to get out of my house. All right, let's just go around the horn and say goodbye, and then we'll let Mike wrap it up. Um, I'll go first. Guys, it's been great. Love you. Keep listening. Tell a friend, all that stuff. Kathy? What would you pay for a new... <laughs> no. Um, this has been great. Thanks so much for tuning in. It was so good to be back with y'all. Yeah, we missed you. I'm a y'all girl now. Oh, oh no. man. That happened quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Great seeing you again, Megan. For Megan, Rick, and Kathy, I'm Mike Page. Thanks for listening. And Brett. Two small towns. And Brett. He's already out of the room. I'm sorry. I'm very. Uh, I'm a very in, in the, the moment, moment kind of guy. Outside, out of mind. I live in the present. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, whatever else. Keep up with us.